Hey everybody, it's Sai. Uh, I just wanted to tell you guys a couple of quick things before part two with Chad's mom. One, next week I will be back on the show and hopefully here for the foreseeable future. I can't wait. Uh, and two, close personal friend of Chad and mine. Chad and mine? Chad and my? It's not Chad and I because he wouldn't be I friend. He's You know what? A friend of the program... Mike Cronin is recording his second album in Raleigh, North Carolina on September 4th at Goodnights. Don't let his appearances on this podcast fool you. Uh, we love his comedy. It's absolutely incredible. If you're in the area, get your tickets and go watch it happen. See you guys next week. Okay, everybody. Hi, it's Chad again. Yes, I'm back. And you know who else is back because I told you it was a two-parter before? It's my mother. It's Wardo. She's answering some more questions. These ones are specifically from individual listeners. And uh, I want to say something. Thank you for taking the time to write questions in. Thank you for taking the time to, uh, you know, listen to these episodes. Because when my mom walked into my office to record this, she had a smile ear to ear. She looked nervous. But she was smiling and she kept talking about, oh, what an honor it is to be here. It's like, uh, hello, it's your son. Uh, but it was really neat to see how excited she got about it. And I will never, ever forget getting to sit down and talk to her like that. So I really do uh, appreciate you guys welcoming her onto the show. So uh, sit back, listen to part two, and I miss you guys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so now we're getting into some specific listener questions. Uh, and I'm going to start with, I'm not going to try to guess your guys' last names, how to say them, but I'm going to start with Jeffrey. Did you have any other ideas? Oh, this is great. Did you have any other ideas aside from the roll away mulch? Now, it wasn't called roll away mulch. No, Jeffrey. No, it was roll out rock. Pay attention, Jeffrey. <laughs> roll out rock. Did you have any ideas besides that? No, I didn't because this was the one and only idea that was going to make me retire early. Sure. And uh, I, I spent, you know, it, to me then it was it was quite a bit of money because I've got um, what ideas.com or something like that. Well, it sure wasn't ideas.com back then. No. No, because well, there, there wasn't the internet. Well, it was something. <clears throat> Probably something in a magazine, paper, newspaper. Maybe something like, yeah, it was like that. But anyway, uh, what they wanted was they just, I need, I need to send in so much money to get it started. Then you need to send in more money to do this and to do that and to do that and the other. And um, then I needed a prototype. And, you know. Sure. But it just never came to fruition. Well, then at... 
oh, it was like several years down the road. I just kind of forgot it. And they made me, oh yeah, and then they made me sign something that if it didn't go through that I would never go to another company with my idea. Oh, gross. I know. But um, so anyway, uh, down the road, somebody must have called him on it on the Better Business Bureau or something. And I think I probably got $17 back. Class action lawsuit? <laughs> yeah. No shit. You yeah. didn't even have to get mesothelioma. That's yeah, awesome. No, I know. Yeah. Oh, good. I didn't yeah. even know that part. Yeah. So. Now, I know you had an idea once. You had an idea. You wrote a letter to a lotion company. Oh, what lotion? Do you remember what lotion company oh, was? Oh, my gosh. Alyssa would remember. It's okay. But you, Alyssa had the driest skin. Mm -hmm. It was almost like armor. And you said... Alligator. Alligator skin. Yep. And so you wrote in this letter to them. And then it was like a month or two later, there was a commercial on yes, using right. the exact words that you had used in your letter. That's right. And you were like, kids, I'm going to need to be alone with my thoughts. <laughs> Because it said, there was an alligator then craw crawling across. And they said, see you later, alligator. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was just livid. I thought, don't I get like even a year's su uh, supply of this <laughs> this lotion? Because it was the only lotion that worked on her skin. Yeah. And then you immediately were like, I'm going to go try to find the carrot peeler. See how that goes. <laughs> Destroy this whole goddamn kitchen if I have to. <laughs> Hey, Mom, are you peeling carrots? No, I'm not. I just want to know where the goddamn parrot, carrot peeler is. Parrot keeler? That, that's a whole other thing. Oh, my. That's Garrison goodness. Keeler's bird. I don't know if you know that, parrot oh. keeler. No, it's not. I'm kidding. No. I made that up. I love how you're like, oh, well, that that was very Grandma Alice of you just there. Yeah. Okay. I'll go with that. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's see. Uh, this one is from Josh. How's it feel to know you raised someone who brings Oh, Joshua. How's it feel to know you've raised someone who brings tons of laughs and joy to so many? Well, goddammit, Joshua, thank you. Well, that's that's an awfully nice question. Um Well, you know, I read the comments on his posts and uh, And I don't. Yeah, I know you don't. A lot of people don't know that and I don't want anyone to feel bad, but I don't read the comments because I like to be able to sleep at night and I could have a hundred awesome comments, but one shithead can really throw a monkey wrench into it. So I just don't read them. But I want you to know listeners that, um, when there's really some special ones out there, I do. Yes. You, you do yeah, let me know. Yeah. yeah I, because they're just too good to let, let go. Um, so I read his comments on his posts and I see how, how um, pumped people can get when he's coming to their city. I mean, I just can't imagine, you know, Chad, please come to um, Oregon or not. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And, and they're just they're just waiting for you to come. And and, um, you know, my wife loved the show. We took her out for the anniversary. We loved it. And it's just so uplifting. Oh, oh that's nice. Yeah. I thought yeah. just for a second, I thought you were going to go. You know, I, I see the people, they're excited when he's coming to the city. And, you know, I just can't imagine being excited to see him. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this podcast just took a turn. Oh, no. Uh, here's a question from Colleen. Is it too late to change his name to Elgin? Oh, my God. Oh my <laughs> now, I don't know if you'd know this. I told the story about my dad trying to get you to name me Elgin after the abortion attempt 
Oh, geez, yeah. Was stu- I know it's probably a little too personal, but <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, was it was uh, squashed by you? So then he decided, well, if you're not going to get rid of him, let's maybe Elgin will make you change your mind. <laughs> oh my God! Well, yeah, okay. So the funny thing, um, I actually kind of like the name. I think the name Elgin is great. Yeah. I had someone pick me up from an airport once, made a sign that said Elgin Daniels. No. Yeah. <laughs> Really? Did you go to him then? Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's good. That's good. But I did. I I, I liked the name, and but then made the big mistake of um, sharing. This is before I had you sharing, sharing this idea with some friends of ours, and <laughs> one of the guys go, "Well, isn't that that stuff that grows in the bottom of a fish tank?" <laughs> I go, "Rick, that's algae." But I, it stuck with me. It stuck with me. And so I, that was it. I couldn't do it. You had the smartest friends. And I mean that in a good way because I don't know who Rick is. Do I know who Rick is? Rick oh, yeah, I know who Rick is. Of course, see him at the golf course all the time. Yep. And uh, his kid and his grandkid. Boy, are they good golfers. Anyways, doesn't matter. Um, Rick could have been just doing that to get you off the scent of Elgin. <laughs> It could have been. Yeah. Doesn't this sound like algae a little bit? <laughs> I don't know if you want to do but that. But it just stopped me in my tracks. I thought, nope, nope, I, that's that's it. So then, um, you probably don't know this. You were named for Chad Everett. He's the doctor. Yeah, well, played a doctor. Yeah, played. I, I, I'm not yeah. a doctor, but I play one on TV. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, right. in the Exeteran commercial or something. No, he was a movie star. No, I know, but oh. well, he was on a commercial... Where he said, I'm not a doctor, but I play one on TV. And he was selling something. No. Oh, well, then I've been telling the wrong story my whole life. No, nope, no. Nope. He's he's like, well, you've got to know he was he was older than me back then. Sure. So. So he, so that that didn't happen. That No commercial. You just saw, you just named me after a movie star. Yeah. Yeah, that makes he sense. Was that on, makes more he was sense. He on a, like a series. Okay. And he played it. Played a doctor. Gosh, I can't remember what name of the show was. I don't know either, but anyway. I've been telling the wrong story my well, whole life. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Here's another question from okay. Matt Hill. What uh, What was a moment when Chad did something that you weren't supposed to laugh at as a parent, but as a person you laughed hysterically? Well, the one that, that always sticks with me is um, you were, let's see, we were in the house across from the clinic, okay. which means you were at least six, five or six. Mm-hmm. And it was bedtime. And for some reason, you did not want to go to bed that night. And we had a, um, this is for the listeners, we had a, a living room and we had, um, going upstairs, there was like three steps and a landing. And then you took a right and you went up maybe six or seven stairs and mm-hmm. there was another landing then there was a half wall so i could you know going up the stairs you could see wall. people going up the yep. stairs yep. yep the second set of stairs anyway you were sitting on that second set of stairs and uh i said okay chad go to bed time for bed whatever and you sat there and you said no <laughs> i said i said what no I thought, well, this is this is new. This is not. Well, how am I going to handle this one? Yeah. Chad, get to bed. No. And we went <laughs> back and forth with this now for for a little while. And I thought, okay, well, the, he's serious about this. So I said, okay, I'm going to count to three. 
And if I count to three and get to three, you're going to get a spanking. Mm-hmm. So I start. I said one, <laughs> two, and you said three. I said three? I said three. <laughs> <laughs> and you sat there and you stared at me. <laughs> this is the genesis of chat in public. This is where it began on a staircase. Yep. Furious about bedtime. Oh, my God. Yeah. And you just sat there with this straight face and said, three. Oh, I don't remember that. That's oh, really yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. Three, you, come and get it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's... And you bounced. You bounced on the bed. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was put to sleep aggressively that night. No, you didn't bounce it, really high. Is what, yeah. But, but you bounced. <laughs> People are going to think I'm an abuser. <laughs> Tell people I'm going to throw them down the stairs. Yeah. What are the traditions at your house for bedtime? My mom throws me across the room onto my bed so I get to fly. Uh, this is from April. Do you listen to the podcast? Oh, yes, you do. And if you do, what do you enjoy about it? Um, I especially like the uh, back and forth banter that sure. they have. Everything, it just... And uh, how easy the conversation goes. Yeah. And it just seems like uh, they build off each other, you know, that you and Cy build off each other. Yep. And it's like in a group where you're telling jokes or you're telling stories. Yeah. And somebody else is, oh, and that reminds me. Right. You know, it just goes back and forth. And, and it's just so, so easy and it's not rehearsed and it's, it's just oh, good. real casual. And I, I do like that because. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. We do have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from Susan. If you hadn't married Chad's father, would you have? Oh, interesting. Would you have stayed in Minnesota? Well, now, and so now I have to ask. Well, she's not here, so I can't really ask her. <laughs> but now I wondered. Um, I wonder if she meant like, was I pregnant or not? That's no. true because my mom was pregnant with me before they got married. So yeah. let's go with um, – so here's the situation and you correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, I will. I Oh, I know. <laughs> um, you got pregnant mm-hmm. and then you guys moved from about an hour away to Fergus Falls to go to the community college. You right. were both yep. collegiate athletes and uh, – and you were pregnant with me. So that was kind of the idea behind it. Everybody stays together, goes to the same school. So let's say, uh, I, I would assume if you were pregnant with me but did not get married, that you would have stayed for the support of your family. That is exactly right. Thank you. Yep, that's very, exactly I'm, right. Because very smart. Yeah, and my parents were were the epitome of grandparents. I mean, Yeah, that, that's holy, the truth. Holy moly. So... And sorry to interrupt you, but I just want to say the reason I feel so comfortable bitching and moaning about my dad, which it kind of doesn't really bother me because he left at a time where a young man wants independence. So it was like I just had one parent yelling at me instead of two. It was pretty great. So but I had grandparent. My mom's mom and dad were the most incredible people. And I know everyone loves their grandparents. I understand that. But it was like – I didn't, I never felt like I was missing anything. I mean, I've had, I've told you this before, but I've had an extremely charmed life. I could talk about woe is me, all this stuff, but 
but I had a really, really great life. I mean, my grandparents showed up to everything to the point where when you're a teenage boy, you're like, what in the fuck are you guys doing here again? <laughs> but they were always there. Yeah. And then it gets to the point where five minutes into it, you're like, oh, I, I need to appreciate this. They came all the way here to, to see this stuff. So um, that's why I assumed you would have stayed for your, your family yep. support. Yeah, absolutely. Now let's say no pregnancy. Okay. What happens there? Um, well, okay. That then that it's a tougher question too because I was raised in a really small town, and I think I went. I don't know. Whoever listeners are familiar with Fargo, North Dakota. Okay. All right. I was probably by the time I was a senior, I probably was in Fargo, North Dakota, less than five times in my life. Okay. And that is the biggest city near where we live now. It was about an hour from where you grew up. It's exactly. an hour from here. Yep. Minneapolis is three hours from here. Mm -hmm. So Fargo is like a city starter kit. Yeah. And I didn't even drive in Fargo, man, till I was much older. I mean, sure. I still get nervous driving sure. to Fargo. But, and that's just the way things are. You know, you don't do it. You don't get comfortable with it. Um, but gosh, would I have moved? I think I would have loved to move. Sure. The idea um, of it, but do you think you could have pulled the trigger? It depends on the friends I had. Sure. Too, you know, like, or, or, uh, how my life unfolded at that time. Did yeah. I, did I meet somebody at college, you know, or did. How did, don't start talking like that. I'm just. <laughs> disgusting puke <laughs> i'm kidding but did any of your friends from high school move out of state to go to school or anything uh they well they did but no well no a couple of them came up here most of them came up here okay to go and the ones that went elsewhere i guess we didn't really hang out with okay. so um here's a question from an anonymous listener do you remember when your son called you thunder thighs? That, no. And the anonymous listener is me. I'm asking you this question. No one asked this question. I'm asking you. Do you remember that? No. So do you remember your 29th birthday? Or maybe it was your 30th birthday. It could have been your 30th birthday. Do you remember what you did? I do. Yeah, I went to the beaver trap. No, you went to softball games at De Lagoon. Oh. Um, on your birthday to watch dad's friends play softball. And then he called you that, and then I was like, I guess that's a nickname. So then I called you that, and I remember seeing your face drop when I called you that, and I was like, oh, I'm young, but my brain knows that is not a good look. And no, so, oh God, well, thank bad. God, good. I'm glad. just kidding, it never happened. Next question, just kidding. Wait, no. <laughs> I know, I'm kidding. Did it happen? It did. It absolutely did happen, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, I re Oh, my gosh. I, I could see you repressing that, yeah. Ah, oh, man. Nope, that was a bad one then. What did he used to say? I think people want to know. Oh, he, he used to say, go lay by your dish. To you? <laughs> yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Look, it's all good, people. It's all good. I mean, this... It's, <laughs> this oh, my God. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said that. No, you should have. You should have, for sure. He used to say to you, go lay down by your dish like a dog? Yeah, go lay by your dish. <sighs> <laughs> oh, 
If anyone's wondering, I just took my hat off and I'm running my hand through my hair because what in the holy mother of Christ. I'm sorry. I'm so glad you're not like him, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be anyway. Well, this is hilarious. The next question. Yeah, I just read that. Yeah, okay. Deanne, what made you fall in love with Chad's dad? Oh boy. Was he funny too? No. Well, he had this great bit that he used to do. He used to tell human beings, he used to pretend like they were dogs. Such a funny, funny shtick. Um, well, you know, here's the thing. It was it was a typical high school high school thing. Love is you. Yeah. Love is me. Love is us. Love is we. We are two halves of a rainbow forming the... <laughs> oh, my two arcs. Oh, my God. Oh. By the way, for <laughs> listeners that heard me read that letter when I did that weird episode where I was pretending to be Moose and then being myself... Um, when I read that letter that my mom wrote my dad in high school, she was about the same age as my daughter is now. And my daughter and my sister and myself cannot let that go. So anytime love is brought up in the vicinity of my mother, we're like, love is us. Love is we. Yeah, I've heard that about 12 times now already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the dumb stuff you do. Anyway, um, <clears throat> to the to the what was your name again? The Deanne. Deanne. Um, it was a typical high school story. He was a basketball star with great hair, and he was really cute. Mm -hmm. um, and I was a basketball cheerleader, you know, blah blah blah. Um, so, yep, I'm 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 sure that I loved him. You know, after all, <laughs> I had it written all over my notebook, so that must be true. <laughs> you know, Mrs. Stephen Daniels. Yes, I, love is the word. Oh my God! It was it's just ridiculous. It's funny that you go through that in high school. You you write over and over, Mrs. Stephen Daniels. Then you get a divorce, and I have friends over to play cards, and this guy named Jason Wicker came over, and he goes, "Hey, Mrs. Daniels," and you just turned and went, "It's Ward," and we were all like, "Oh shit!" All right, mental note. Even myself, I was like, "Got it." Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you ever, let's talk about that a minute. What? Were you ever, um, how did you feel about me taking my maiden name back? Well, the only thing I don't like about it is I can't use it for one of my password questions because it's out there. It's like, what is your mother's maiden name? Oh. It's like, well, that's her name now. So it, oh. you messed everything up. I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm teasing. Yeah. I um, no, I, I didn't care at all. And I kind of expected it because there needed to be. So for this, here's how I thought of it. For the spouse of someone, I would think you need that disconnect. You need to really kind of change direction with your life because he left a wake of shit, you know, right? Um, so, but for me and for my son, I have embraced the name and he has embraced the name because it's like, all right, this is where it stops. So all the nonsense stops here. I'm going to do what I can to change the name. And then it's up to you to kind of get this thing headed it back in the right direction. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I don't think there's ever a chance you would have asked us to change our name. But, oh, no. Right. But, um, mm -hmm. but yeah, I mean, I enjoy the name because we're kind of flipping it now. It's a nice little project. Yeah. Yeah. For so, sure. Yeah. But it didn't bother me when you did. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Okay. Um, this is from Sam. How did you literally not murder Chad 
for the come on mom have a coke and a smile line <laughs> you know, oh god <laughs> i had to i had to ask uh, chad about this one because <clears throat> you know sometimes when you go through trauma how you block things out yeah i this, when this was one of them when they called you he called you on a landline and he held the receiver the phone up to his ear from at the at the police office now for those of you that are not um that are not you haven't heard the story i broke a bunch of pop machines when i was younger and i got arrested and they called my mom and when they were talking to my mother i could hear her breathing <laughs> on the phone i was across the desk from the officer and i could hear you breathing on the phone when he said hey this is officer hartos and i got some things to tell you the the breathe it was like a sigh after a sigh after a sigh. it was crazy and i just thought i am dead i'm either getting left here tonight and you're not going to come get me and make me sleep in jail or you're going to come and i i did think hey can i stay here tonight because <laughs> i was very nervous about it and then i said on the way home i could hear her breathing again and so pissed and she's like wringing out the steering wheel with her hands, just really flexing everything. And then she put her hand on the uh, headrest behind me in the car. And I, she was still breathing hard. And I was like, hey, trying to loosen it up. I go, hey, come on, mom, have a Coke and a smile. And she moved her hand from the headrest to the back of my head, which is about four inches. And I thought I was uh, in concussion land. Oh, my. But what, I mean, what do you, what do you do as a parent when that? Well, one foot in front of the other, you know. Sure. Um, you just, you know, sometimes I think you're, you, you are on, um, what's that mode called? Just, you don't even think about it. You just go. Oh, sure. Just automatic. Automatic. Yeah. 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 And uh, then you, you have, you have time to put it into perspective later. Right. After everything. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like that time when uh, you had that car accident with Lima. Was it Lima you had that accident with? Yeah, or? yeah, I went off. So go ahead. I, I, maybe I've told this story. Are you going to tell it? Well, why, why, don't, why don't you tell the story and then I'll just fill well, in the blanks. it was, I don't know, it was late. Was it Mark Landine? Ky not uh, Mark, not Mark. Kyle Ecker. Kyle, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyle Ecker. And, um... Anyway, phone call was late, I don't know, two, whatever, in the morning. And um, I pick up the phone, and I said, hello. <laughs> and uh, then, then Kyle goes, Karen, there's been an accident. But he had the presence of mind to say right away, but we're okay. Yeah. Otherwise, man, that would have, that would have been, you know, Karen, there's been a car accident, but we're okay, he said. Yeah. And, and that was when, what you swore. Here's what happened. Yeah. So I went out to, these girls used to come up from Minneapolis every summer. And they, every summer. So we were friends with them since we were like in eighth grade or something. Went out to one of their cabins. They had um, uh, the Breakfast Club video cassette was stuck in their VCR all summer. So we would go there and we would all pick a different part. And we would recite, we'd turn the movie off, the volume down, and we'd recite it. Oh. And we thought we were so funny. And luck, I didn't drink in high school, thank goodness, because 
if I would have been there, I mean, everyone else was drinking. So there's a, it's on a gravel road and there's this hairpin curve that you have to slow down for. Otherwise you just slide right off the road. Well, I borrowed your sunglasses to go out there and you said, Chad, do not lose these sunglasses. You have lost several pair of my sunglasses. Do not lose these sunglasses. So I'm driving and I go, God damn it. I forgot sunglasses. So we have to go back to the cabin to get the sunglasses. And then when I was driving again, it's dark and it all looks the same because it's just corn on every side of you. And I thought, well, I'd already gone past that hairpin curve. And so I was cruising and then we got to it and I was like, oh my God. So I turn, try to make the curve. We go off into the field, roll, end up on the back side of the car. So we are, it's like we're in the uh, space shuttle. We're, we're, we're looking up. No kidding. So yeah. headlights are pointed up. Headlights headlights are pointed up. We're looking up into the sky. Oh, my God. And then all of a sudden, you know, I take a couple breaths. I'm like, oh, my God. Look over at Kyle. He seems to be okay. Then we start going backwards. And we fall onto the roof of the car. And then he uh, – I'm like, Kyle. Kyle, are you okay? Kyle. And nothing. Oh, no. And then about – you know, a minute of that, he starts laughing as hard as he can. I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but then, yeah, then the cops came. We ended up getting a ride into Battle Lake and calling from a payphone. They had payphones. That's how oh, old I am. Sure. And then that's when he told you that. And I remember, I remember you calmly saying, well, as long as everybody's okay. And this is the same woman that remodeled a kitchen looking for a a carrot peeler and also i dropped your toothbrush on the ground once and i thought all hell was gonna break loose this is like a dollar fifty toothbrush and you're like who dropped my toothbrush a car is totaled our only car by the way totaled and you're like as long as everyone's okay but this fucking toothbrush oh boy yeah it was Fun times. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to keep going. We're going to keep yeah. pressing on. Yep. Tyler, what was something that Chad did that got him in the most trouble growing up? Okay. Um, well, obviously the pot machine. Yeah, that was a big one. That was a big one. Yep, that was a big one. Yeah. Um, I also pulled down a kid's pants playing Foursquare. I got two people to lie for me, and then they eventually caved, which good. I mean, it shows they're good people. I also lied. So I got 10 hours of detention for pulling down pants, 10 hours of detention for everyone that lied. So that's three people. That's 40 hours of detention. Did I know this? Yeah, you knew this. I got grounded. I was grounded from April to August. (laughs) I know you think that's really funny. <laughs> and you let me go to one dance because it was the first dance. It was in sixth grade and you let me go to one dance because everyone was going and you thought, I'm going to drop you off when the dance starts and I'm going to be there 15 minutes early to pick you up. And I remember because I got to slow dance with Beth Lundeen. No biggie if you're listening, Beth. Hi, how have you been? Um, but yeah, I got to slow dance with her and that made it, it fueled me till August. 
because I was just like, yeah, I guess I'll just, I guess I'm the slow dance king. So when August comes around, I'll start slow dancing with people again. But yeah, I was, I was grounded for, and, and you would let people, I could be in the yard, but you would not let people into the yard. So I had a lot of conversations with kids standing in the street. Kid, we live on 7th? Yep. Okay. All right. Yes. Yep. I got yes. kicked out of, so you just brought up Mark Lundy. Mark Lundy, Jason Cross, and I did Beastie Boys, You Gotta Fight for Your Right to Party. We auditioned, made it into the talent show, but then I got kicked out of the talent show because I had to serve my detention after school. Yes. Chris Welly stood in, did a great job, maybe better than I could have. So thank you, Chris. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, and I know not all these people listen, by the way. So when I'm peeling off into separate conversations, I understand that. Uh, yeah, that, those were those were two big ones. Yeah. Bethany wants to know. Oh, this is, I think, the good one. I'm also a single mom raising two kids, one of whom is a smart-ass boy of 14, much like I imagine Chad was back then. What tips can you offer to help me survive the next four years? <clears throat> Bethany, um, I... This question was really hard, and and I am I am certainly not the one to take advice from. I disagree. Well, and I'll well I'll tell you why. Okay. Thank, thank you for disagreeing, but I'll tell you why. Okay. Um, there there are just lots of things that went haywire. You know, like I remember you guys would I would make you guys answer the phone <laughs> when you know bill collectors would call. Sure. And uh, I mean, who does that? Well. Honestly, I, th I think you're not really thinking it through at the time. You're not thinking. Yeah, I think you're being pretty hard on yourself. You're not thinking, oh, my kids are going to build these habits of lying on the phone. I think you just need a little breathing room. Ugh. I mean, this is. You used to work at a company that where you collected bills and when people couldn't get their bills together, you always came up with a strategy and a plan to help them pay off their bills. And so. Um, you know, you were doing that constantly for other people and then having bill collectors call you and it's like, it's a lot. Yeah. So I remember that, uh, Sam and Jared and I used to answer the phone and play through, uh, poisons. Every rose has its thorn. Do you remember that? Yeah. And we would play the whole song. People would be like, you could hear them screaming, hello, <laughs> hello, stop singing. And, but we would finish the song and then I'd go, Hey, what's up? Hello? Yeah, she's right here. And you'd be sitting there like, guys, finish the song. That's for me. No, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't look back at that as thinking uh, anything negatively. Yeah. Even a little bit. So. Well, well thank you. Um, the, I guess that I always liked the idea of having meals at the table together. You know, mm -hmm. I, think, I think we did that somewhat. Yeah, Alyssa and I still complain about the fact that you would make us dress up for Thanksgiving and take pictures and shit. We're just like, ugh, what are we, a family? Gross. Remember the time we, we pretended we were the Ewings? <laughs> From Dallas? Yes. Yes, I do. Jeez. Oh, my God, that was just so fun. Oh, anyway, yeah, that was that was a fun one. Yeah, I think family time, I think being aware of – I'm going to step in because I'm also a parent. But being aware of what your kids are doing – Still encouraging them, even if it's not what you like or what you think they should be doing. I think that's a big one because we all have the ideas of what everyone around us should be doing, but it might not be what they want to do. I mean, I would imagine a woman in your position hears, oh, my son's wearing his pants backwards because he's going to be a rapper. It's probably like, you got to be fucking kidding me. But, you know, you let it happen yeah. because 
the ki- kids will bully me enough to put my pants on straight anyways. So you don't even have to do it. Listen, the ki- kids will do a lot of jobs for you if you don't want to be the bad guy. <clears throat> and they will. And, I, and I, you know, eventually they'll figure it out. It just, you know, some will take longer than others. But yeah. eventually they'll, they'll figure it out. And I think, you know, as long as no matter what they do is, is you have their back and, uh, you know, they always got a place. They always have a place. Sure. That's all you can offer. You know, they're they're gonna do. Kids are stupid. I mean, <laughs> they're, they're gonna they're gonna make mistakes. You know, right. and, and then you can be on a podcast. Yeah. And then talk about it, <laughs> yeah. laugh and laugh and laugh. <laughs> I think when they do make mistakes, it's showing them that it's okay to make mistakes. I mean, you know, you're talking about well, a lot of things went off the rails, but it's nice to see parents not be perfect oh yeah Yeah. kids that have perfect parents that's a lot of pressure that's so much pressure because you're thinking well i have to do that and i can't make mistakes and i can't do this and blah 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 well when you see things come off the rails at as a kid you go oh everyone's life is like this not just a teenager's this is like every stage of life has the potential to come off the rails that's true so I think, you know, and then as you guys know, of course, I don't know if there's an ad on this episode yet, but as you know, I'm a huge proponent of therapy. And so um, here's what I learned. Worthy of love. That's a phrase. As long as your kids know they're worthy of love, as long as they know that, then you're good because then it's up to other people to get their shit together, you know, to whatever. So that's exactly right. And that's what, you know, that's what I kind of meant when when I said, as long as they know they have a place. Yep. You know, and, exactly. And uh, you're there. You're there no matter what. So, yep. Yep. Exactly. All right. Uh, Jake Stevens wants to know. Ooh, there's a last name that I know I can pronounce because that's used to be my middle name. What wa- uh, was there a joke Chad did that made you mad or upset when you first heard it? Yes. Well, not really mad, more surprised. More surprised because um, the first time he said the F bomb. Oh, I've yeah. said that several times today. Yeah, but well, I'm used to it now. Okay. But I mean, <laughs> when, when you were on when you were on stage, um, I guess I've never, uh, I hadn't heard you, and I didn't think you were you would, but. Oh, I sure did. You you did. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I was just surprised that you did. Yeah, Eddie Murphy Delirious was the first special I ever saw. And I'm not blaming Eddie Murphy. I'm saying I really enjoyed the freedom of him being a young man, just talking about whatever. And people that were older than him were laughing. And I just really, I thought that was so neat. And he drops a lot of F-bombs. So I thought it was like, you need to get it in there. Now I realize you don't necessarily need it. I can tell a lot of my jokes as clean, but sometimes, I don't know. That's how just how I speak. So um all right two more questions okay can you hang in Mm -hmm. when did you realize chad was not going to be a luther (laughs) a lutheran pastor when he grew up um well first of all um i haven't totally given up yet oh you know although it although it doesn't look good it doesn't i think that ship has sailed due to the internet (laughs) but Anyway, um, I remember, you know, on swing sets where they have this, it's like bench seats and and two or four little kids can 
can swing on them at the same time. Oh yeah, I think I don't think those they have them anymore because oh. I think probably too many fingers got pinched and too many heads got smashed. Oh. Okay. But yeah, there there was always there was a slide on one side in the middle two swings and on the other side there was this little it, yeah, it looked like um like two Ferris wheel seats were facing each other yep. and then you would swing back and forth. Yep, yep, exactly. Or like like porch swing kind yeah. of thing. Yep. yep. Well, anyway, um, we were talking about um, cue ball and his family. Yeah. And anyway, they had a swing set with one of those on there. And you were five. Okay. Four or five. Anyway, <clears throat> you would go on that all by yourself, sit there. Because Karen, the mother, mm -hmm. she she would call me and she's, Karen, you got to come over here and listen to this. <laughs> Uh-oh. And... You would get on there and you'd sing at the top of your lungs, Jesus loves me. <laughs> she just thought that was, oh, Carrie, you've got to come over. This is so cute. This is, and there you were swinging and singing. I mean, the whole block, the whole block could hear you. I don't think I ever told you that. Did swinging I? and singing, huh? -uh. Oh, yeah, yeah, you did. And it would, you'd do it for hours. <laughs> This is welcome to pre-internet. <laughs> yep. Welcome to four channels on television. Yep. And my mother uh, especially thought you were going to be a minister. She swore because she yeah. no, swore by it. Yeah. Because uh, when we'd go to uh, my home church back home, she would hold you, of course, would hold you, of course. Um, but you always had your hands folded when you were a baby. You always just Karen, look at this. <laughs> He's got his little hands folded. He's going to be a minister. Well, close. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Like I said, it, it doesn't look good now, but. No, no, it doesn't. But, uh, well, it's nice that, nice that I gave you guys hope yeah. in the beginning. Okay. So last question All right. is from Jason. What is your proudest moment now? I would like to clarify something because I think I maybe know how you answered this. What is your proudest moment is not what is your proudest moment of Chad. It is not what is your proudest moment of Alyssa. It is what is your proudest moment. I have my answer already. I mean, as soon as I read this, I was like, boom. Oh. I have it. I have what I think you would say, but I don't know. Well... Okay. My proudest moment of Chad. No, not of Chad. Oh, my proudest. What? No, my proudest. Of you. What is your proudest moment? Oh. Wow. I know. Threw you for a loop. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget this. It can all be edited out. This yeah. silence while you're thinking. Because I'm assuming you put oh, proudest yeah. moment of I me, had right? A, I had a great answer. <laughs> Okay, well, why don't you say proudest moment of me? Because I know that's how you answered it. Yeah. Because full disclosure, I gave you these questions. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> you know, it, my proudest moment, of course, is going to be my two kids. Sure. I mean, that's that. I mean, that's that. Okay. But, so your two kids, having your two kids. Yeah. And, and... 
Now, that surprises me because Alyssa, when you had Alyssa, you almost died from blood clots, and it seems like she'd be taken off that list pretty quickly. Yeah, no, no, I forgave her for that. She actually asked on the Instagram, uh, the post, (laughs) my sister asked, who is your favorite child? That was the question she wanted answered. And I had a reply, I plead the fifth. (laughs) So, no, you're not going to catch me on that one. No, 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 no. So what's the answer you wrote down? Okay. Um, and <clears throat> warning, warning. It, I might get a little emotional. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, you know, went out, yeah. Um, all the moments with all, my, with all my kids, with both my kids are, are very proud. Um, but in particular, when you made your table, when you made your dining room table, <laughs> She's crying. Interesting. You know, because you didn't have, <clears throat> I think my dad helped you with some stuff, he learned how to do things, you know, sure. like, like a father would teach a son. Mm-hmm. But you made that, <clears throat> excuse me, without any real know how. And it's beautiful. Well, thank you. You did such, oh, that was such a good job. And, and you never look for praise. You know, you. I don't think you like praise, because you you are such a humble person, and and. Um, I have a trouble with compliments. Yes, you do. And I have trouble with, uh, <clears throat> you know, I've body stuff, and um, I think it's because I was trying to think of this, but, and I'm getting better at receiving compliments, but I think it's because, we were raised. To not, and this is a phrase that my dad used, toot your own horn. You don't toot your own horn, right? And I think there are some times where you concentrate on not being, not cocky, but overconfident. You really focus on that for so long that can almost start working the other side of the muscle Mm -hmm. where you say like, well, instead of, you know, just in case someone thinks I think this, I'm going to put myself down. And then they'll know for sure that I'm not cocky. So I think that I totally understand has has something to do with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, hey, you don't think that came easy? That's BetterHelp.com. H-E-L-P.com <laughs> slash middle of somewhere. But um, and and uh, another thing is how you decorate your house. I'm a mom dad. You are. Yeah. You are totally a mom dad, and. Uh, so anybody out out there that thinks he's, you know, <clears throat> like a gruff exterior or, you know, oh, no, 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 <laughs> totally wrong, totally wrong. Well, the reason I decorated it like that is because I think if it was just Isaac and I, it could have had the potential to be very frat housey, but I have a little girl. And so it's not for her. You know, you hear about single dads' houses, and it's like, and by the way, I know I'm a single dad. I know that there's another person helping with these children. But I, when you talk about a, a dad that lives by himself with his kids, mm-hmm. you, you hear about an acoustic guitar, one rocking chair, two folding chairs, oh, yeah. and that's it, right? And then some, some beer in the fridge. Well, you know, I have a little girl. And also, I have a responsibility to teach my son, like, there aren't these socially implied things we need to do as a man, like grunt when we see something we don't like 
or, you know, you deal with your feelings and you can have a good looking house. You can buy flowers as a man. It doesn't, you know, all that bullshit that is going on with, with some dads that are like, you fucking buy flowers, you little shit. Why don't you go kiss a boy? You know, it's like, <laughs> it's nonsense. It is. So, it is. It's- so, so that's, anyways, that's why, that's why I did that. And I'm going to tell you my proudest moment that I thought you would have said. Okay. My father, and then we have to get out of here. Oh. Do you have anything done? to add? Are we done already? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's only been an hour and a half. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> my dad left your life in shambles. He left you with bankruptcy. He left um, a house being foreclosed upon. So we had to move into, is this correct? You can interrupt me. Okay. Then we had to move into an apartment. And I don't think you were too crazy about that because no, it was a step really. down. We had a, we had a nice home. Um, I don't know if you know how bankruptcy works, uh, listeners. Some of you may. But that's seven years of no credit. It's, you don't, you don't, you basically, you cannot get a credit card. You cannot, your credit score sucks. You can't borrow money for seven years. That's how bankruptcy works. In one year, my mom found a home, talked to the, that was for sale, talked to the owner. He was nice enough to yeah. do it. Is it called deed for sale or um, sale for deed? Um, contract for deed. Contract for deed, mm-hmm. which means basically Instead of making payments to the bank, you're making payments to the owner until you pay off the home because you couldn't get For a mortgage. a certain number of years. Yeah, because yeah. you couldn't get a mortgage at yeah. the time. Right. And so that's what she wanted. She wanted a house and she wanted to get out of an apartment and she wanted to get her life back on track after being left just this pile of shit. And so I couldn't believe it. And that was a huge example. Like you say, the wheels came off. But that was a really big example for my sister and I to to work hard, do things right, keep being nice to people even when they're not being nice to you. And I know that people listening are right now going, well, why don't you fucking put the wrong toppings on his pizza? See how that goes. (laughs) But um, yeah, so for me, I think that would be your proudest moment because that blows my mind that you were able to to buy a house. Well, thank you. And isn't isn't that funny? And okay. Let's let's go to the fact about don't toot your own horn. Oh right. I mean, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, mother. I, I wanted. I wanted. When when you brought that up, it says not only for me. I wanted it for us. Right. You know, I wanted things. I wanted nice things for us, because it wasn't it wasn't fair. To, well, to you guys be dragged through that too. But well, anyway. that's nice of you. Yeah. That's awfully nice of you. I had a blast talking with you about this. Oh my gosh. I just hope it was funny enough. <laughs> well, this doesn't see here's the thing. This doesn't need to be funny because this is like the questions were asked by the listeners. Right. And uh, I think they just wanted to know the uh, you know, the behind the scenes of of one of the hosts. But uh, yeah, I had a blast. And I'm so thankful you did this and I'm sorry I said the f word so many times. I know now oh. that that bugs you. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. Yeah. I know. Good. Oh, yeah. Good. I remember when you couldn't get your phone to work. It's not like I just learned the F word by myself. Okay? <laughs> Let's not forget that, Miss Carrot Peeler. Uh, well, thanks a lot for coming in. Well, I, I appreciate it. Like I said, it was, um, 
I was very humbled and excited, even though I was nervous. I, I just was so tickled to do this. Well, great. Yeah. Love you. Love you, too. <laughs> I got to go. All right. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work. <laughs>